Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is Thursday, December 7th. I'm Megan Lynch. And I'm Tom Ackerman. The National Defense Authorization Act stripped away radiation compensation from thousands of St. Louis families. Dawn Chapman, a leader in this work with Just Moms STL, received a call from Senator Josh Hawley yesterday with the news. Just Moms STL spent all last week meeting with federal officials in hopes of getting their vote for the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act. Reports coming in say Hawley is insisting he is going to do everything he can to see that the bill is killed before the fund expires in just a few months. The St. Louis Circuit Attorney appointed to clean up the office six months ago now says he'll run for the position permanently. Gabe Gore says after the appointment, that was the big question. And I did um, state at the time that I was appointed that I would consider running. Over the course of the summer, I got questions from the media and citizens about whether or not I had made a decision about whether I would run or not. And over the summer, my my answer was always the same, which is I really have had no time to think about that because I've been too busy doing the work that's necessary to get the office stood up and operating properly. But Gore says after Labor Day, he started feeling internal pressure and he made the decision just this month, a month that he calls a whirlwind. Maria Kina, KMLX News. There's a new executive director at the Metropolitan St. Louis Sewer District. Brett Berthold has been promoted to the position from his previous role of director of operations. Berthold says it's the largest MSD department. It services uh, all of the treatment plants, pump stations, as well as uh, it's all the crews that you see out on the streets inspecting and repairing and cleaning our sewer system. Berthold is a St. Louis native. A press release from MSD says they conducted a nationwide search before naming him executive director. Sean Malone, KMOX News. Fewer young people plan to vote in the 2024 presidential election. And particularly we see that decline among young independent voters as well as young black Americans and young Hispanics. That's Ethan Jasney, chair of the Harvard Public Opinion Project. He says many young voters feel like their rights are being attacked or the rights of others. The number of young Americans between the age of 18 and 29 who definitely do plan to vote has decreased from 57% to 49%, according to the recent Harvard Youth Poll. COVID-19 is making a comeback in St. Louis County. Acting health director Dr. James Heinrichs tells KMOX the virus is being detected in the wastewater in other parts of the state. It's three times higher the last week. The last week they checked it in late November as as it as it had been. So that's kind of that's kind of like an early indicator of in, whether infections are going to start increasing. The wastewater findings suggest it is an Omicron variant, but more JF1 and JN1, which are very new variants. But the majority variant is HV1. So these are all kind of sublineages of the Omicron variant. While Dr. Heinrichs doesn't want to alarm people with the holidays, he says there's great concern that the number of COVID cases could start to dramatically increase. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. A bridge being dedicated in honor of a fallen St. Louis County police officer this morning. Detective Antonio Valentine was killed in the line of duty in December of 2021 when a suspect smashed into his police van. The Telegraph Road bridge that crosses the border of Arnold and Oakville over the Merrimack River will be named the Detective Antonio Valentine Memorial Bridge at 9 a.m. at White Flag Church. Valentine was 42 years old, survived by four children and a veteran of three military branches. 
From the X business desk, a marijuana manufacturer's workers in St. Louis looking to unionize, but are they allowed to? The Leafs employees have filed to unionize. However, their company is arguing they aren't manufacturers, but agricultural workers. Sean Shannon is with the United Food and Commercial Workers Union, Local 655, and he says this is a gray area for post-harvest workers. Post-trim, post-harvest, that kind of work. Are they considered agricultural or not? And it comes down to the majority of their work and how that actually goes about in their daily lives. The 1935 National Labor Relations Act does not ensure that agricultural laborers have a right to unionize. Sean Malone, KMOX News. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.